This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans Studios. Millions of Americans finance the home of their dreams with their help. They can help you too. Rocket Mortgage, push button, get mortgage. Man, what a day in college football. You know, every time, and I'll say this about the NCAA tournament, about college football, about the debate over the college football playoff, which really ramped up today, we think it's going to go as predicted, right? We, we think everything's going to unfold the way all of us experts on sports radio shows, the producers, the listeners on Twitter, on Facebook, and then we get a day like today. And you watch that Auburn-Alabama game on CBS, and they get 12 men on the field to end it. And you look at Malzahn, who's under fire, saved his job. I don't know why he is under fire, but that's the world we live in. It's like Ohio State drubbing Jim Harbaugh in Michigan for the second straight year, but this time it was in front of 111,000 people at the big house in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Now, you look at a 9-3 and three season, you look at two ugly blowouts at Wisconsin at home against Ohio State, Jim Harbaugh's not going to lose his job. Ohio State is a machine, like I think Alabama is, even with the loss today. I think LSU is in that machine category. Dabo and Clemson, Oklahoma, Lincoln Riley and the crew, they're in that just, they're, they're machines. The kids go there because every single one of those players dream of playing in the NFL. And they they just reload. And Jim Harbaugh, with all the money, with changing coordinators, it doesn't matter. And it's like watching Auburn in Alabama, even minus Tua, who was sitting on the sidelines recovering from the surgery, and God bless him, and has come back to the NFL. It it looks like you're watching the NFL. And then you watch other teams. Like, I'm watching Ohio State, what they're doing on the road at Michigan, putting up 56. You can say what you want, but, you know, Michigan was number 13 in the college football playoff rankings. And Ohio State's putting 56 on the road. Like, Ohio State's the only team from the Big Ten or any other conference that I think could hang in the SEC. And it's not just this year with Fields who's playing out of his mind. They literally have three Heisman candidates, as Ryan Day, the Ohio State coach, said, add to the game in Dobbs, Fields, and Chase Young. And Chase Young really wasn't the disruptor today. So when when your best defensive player doesn't need to play his best game of the year coming in with 16-and-a-half sacks, you're just loaded with athletes. I mean, look at, you want to see the Boses, you want to sell that if you're Ohio State, if you're Alabama, if you're Clemson, 
If you're LSU this year, hey, Joe Burrow is going to be the overall number one pick. You are just a machine. Georgia, I think, with Kirby Smart is in that machine category. Alabama, Oklahoma. Uh, we're going to go get Jalen Hurts. And you know what? Because of Alabama losing now, the winner, and no matter what Utah does in the Pac-12 championship game, the winner of Oklahoma-Baylor has a shot at that number four. The only, the only drama left in my mind on the college football playoff Final Four if Wisconsin would upset Ohio State, Wisconsin's not going to get into the Final Four with two losses, even though they drubbed Minnesota, which was number eight. So you'll have an argument with Wisconsin with two losses. Okay, they beat number eight Minnesota today on the road to Minneapolis in the snow. And if they would beat number one Ohio State in the Big Ten championship game coming up a week from tonight. Would you say the way they finished by beating 8-1, and one, they deserve, even with two losses, one being at Ohio State? They have the ugly loss, like Georgia has against South Carolina. Wisconsin has that against Illinois and Lovey Smith. I think LSU, you know, can Ohio State, with a loss... They're so strong this year. Same thing with LSU. Clemson, I would think, based on their schedule, if they would get upset by Virginia in the ACC title game, which I doubt. You know, do I give Wisconsin a fighter's chance in a neutral site in Indy against Ohio State? Maybe. Do I give Georgia a chance at beating LSU in Atlanta? Yes, I do. Because it's in their home state. But then you start this debate that Ohio State or LSU lose. Georgia by winning, they're in. Clemson by winning, they're in. Alabama doesn't have a shot now after losing at Auburn on Saturday. Epic game. Amazing game between the hedges. So now your debate really comes down to Utah, the winner of Oklahoma-Baylor in the Big 12 championship game, And do you get a one-loss Ohio State or LSU in that mix? And both of those teams have been so strong this year. Can they knock out, let's say, Ohio State is 12-1. and LSU is 12-1 and after beating up on Texas A&M. In your Oklahoma... A team that, you know, was pushed down after, and they got the ugly loss against K-State. But if they beat Baylor again in the Big 12 title game, that would be two wins over the number nine team in Baylor. And if Baylor wins, that's they split with Oklahoma. See, I, I don't think Baylor has enough by beating Oklahoma to jump Utah or a one-loss LSU or Ohio State. And I don't know if Oklahoma, by beating Baylor again, if they have enough. But Baylor and Oklahoma got life today. I think Utah is completely out of it. I really do. Because Oregon has two losses. I just don't... They, they won't have a great closing win 
you're not going to put Utah in with one loss in front of LSU or Ohio State if they lose. I do think Ohio State and LSU with one loss will get in over Utah, Oklahoma, or Baylor. Because LSU's loss would be to number four Georgia. Ohio State's loss will be Wisconsin was 12 in the playoff rankings last Tuesday night, so they're going to be what? Um, 10, maybe? So now you have that debate because it's the body of work for the season. It's not, you know, your last impression for that playoff committee. So I guess if you're an Oklahoma or Baylor fan or Utah, you're hoping Ohio State takes care of business against Wisconsin in the Big Ten championship game and that LSU beats Georgia. I think LSU is in even if they lose, regardless, win or lose against Georgia. So, like I said in my opening huge opinion, we think we can predict it. It usually never works out that way in the NCAA tournament or when we get to just four teams right now. And it will be eight soon because you're going to get, okay, if it goes, let's just say it goes by the favorites winning. So Ohio State, LSU, Clemson are in. Your debate over number four would be if Utah beats Oregon, Oklahoma, or Baylor. That's it. That's that's it for the list in the conversation about getting that four spot based on Ohio State and LSU and Clemson winning. And I think Oklahoma wins that debate with two wins over Baylor, over Utah. They jump into the four spot. They're also a big TV name compared to Utah. That will come into play. Remember, the TV money is funding the college football playoff. So Baylor and Utah, you know, Waco, Texas, and Salt Lake City, compared to Oklahoma's national brand, that's a factor. Now, what would be completely insane if Clemson, LSU, and Ohio State all lost? Clemson, the Clemson's playing good football. They're just, they, they were going through the motions. They're starting to crank it up. I think that was by design by Dabo and the crew there in South Carolina. LSU, could they lose to Georgia? Yes. Could Ohio State get upset by Wisconsin? They look pretty darn impressive on the road at Minnesota today. But man, Ohio State is just loaded with athletes, and their defense is so much better. But you did, you watched Shea Patterson throw for over 300 yards in the loss. And Michigan needed to play the perfect game against Ohio State to beat them. I think it's 15 of 16 years in the game, the rivalry. And I do a statewide show in Michigan, and Harbaugh isn't losing his job. But the question I was asking the Michigan fans, at what point do you expect him to start beating Ohio State? Because that gap is getting wider and wider because the more – These top-shelf elite teams win. Ohio State, LSU, Clemson, Georgia, Alabama, Oklahoma. The more they're in that mix for the college football playoff, the deeper they can look at Oklahoma and Texas right now, how big that gap's getting. Look at Baylor and what they've done. Can they sustain it? I don't know. 
But, man, you have an inner circle right now, which I think that inner circle is Ohio State, LSU, Clemson, Georgia, Alabama, and Oklahoma. And nothing against Penn State and what they're doing in P.J. Fleck at Minnesota at 10-2. and I don't know if he'll ever be able to do better at Minnesota. I really don't. And he's got a $10 million buyout. Don't discount Florida State that he looks at 10-2. and It's kind of like his stop at Western Michigan University when they went to the Cotton Bowl. It was never going to get any bigger. And he took the money in Minneapolis. Now you look at Minnesota at 10-2, and and you ask yourself, if you're P.J. Fleck, will it ever get any better than that? That's what Michigan's looking at right now. They're nine and three, ten and two, nine and three. There are a lot of universities that would take those seasons in a heartbeat. But now with the college football playoff, with conference championship games, the measuring sticks are different. So we're going to do what we do uh, each and every Saturday night. And we talk about the CBS eyeball test and the four best teams in college football. It's easy right now with Ohio State, LSU, Clemson, 1, 2, and 3, Georgia at 4. But if Ohio State, LSU, and Clemson all win their conference championship games, who do you put in? Utah or the winner of Oklahoma-Baylor? That's some early drama you can deliver a huge opinion on. We'll also get to the top four teams in the NFL, man, am I going to go Baltimore? Am I going to go Baltimore? Am I going to bail on my idol? I'm drinking out of a Tom Brady cup right now that has slots to hold all the Super Bowl championship rings. Graceffo got this for me for a holiday gift a year ago. He's a huge Patriots fan, so it's a beautiful cup. We'll get into the NFL uh, coming up before the end of this broadcast. But you can join in 1-855-212-4CBS. That's 1-855-212-4227. At Saturday Huge on Twitter and Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. It's the Saturday Night Huge Show. Once again, here's Huge Bill Simonson. CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line 1-855-212-4227 is brought to you by Geico. Great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico, go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance at geico.com. Graceffo and McKeon are back at CBS Sports Radio in New York City. Caserta, five-time winner of the prestigious Huge Update Award. He will be updating us on all the late scores and a crazy day in sports. I love it, man. Doing this show at this time, we do midnight till 2 a.m. because the fantasy football guys do a great job during the football season. Then it's 10 p.m. until 2 a.m. the rest of the year. We just get the storylines. You never know what's coming. I was talking with the boys back at CBS in New York City during the last break that doing the statewide show in Michigan since the game kicked off. Even before that, I was doing a Facebook Live. I have been dealing with Michigan, Ohio State, and I'm trying to be honest with fans. I'm not calling for Harbaugh to get fired. They're 9-3. and three. They're going to play in a decent bowl. But as I said in my opening huge opinion, Ohio State 
I, I think they might be in the best spot of any college football program right now, and that sounds crazy when you look at Alabama, when you look at Georgia, when you look at Clemson, when you look at LSU. And I'm talking about their consistent football factory results. Yeah, Haskins looks bad with the Redskins, but he still got paid and was a highly drafted QB. Look at the Bosa's. Look at Chase Young. I mean, they could have three first-rounders. I don't know if Dobbs will be a first-rounder, probably second-rounder. At worst, the running back. I mean, it's just, you know, Fields, when he's done, he's off to the NFL. I don't think he's going to be Lamar Jackson. He doesn't have that breakaway speed, but this new RPO run-pass option QB. Fields has been amazing. Ryan Day in his first year taking over for Urban Meyer. And Urban Meyer on Fox, he just loves rubbing it in on Michigan. When he's sitting next to Charles Woodson at the big house, you can see Urban Meyer is just loving this. Because he set up Ohio State, and Day comes in, and, and I think Day's offensive play calling may be even better than Urban Meyer. And his defensive mindset is better than Urban Meyer. In Ohio State, for one year, out of all the great teams, all the great NFL personnel that have come out of that football factory in Columbus, this, in my mind, is the best Ohio State team I've ever seen because it's the most complete everywhere. Coaching, offense, defense, special teams. You know, I'm looking at LSU. I, I, I look at Alabama, gave up 45. I looked at LSU's been giving up some points. Clemson, they haven't played anybody. They lost a lot to the NFL last year. We don't know how good they are. I, I How can you go against Ohio State winning the college football playoff? And don't tell me they haven't played anybody because they just beat Michigan 56-27, right? Is that right? Am I even close on the numbers? I think I am. What a they they beat Michigan and then they're gonna get Wisconsin probably be number ten in the new college football playoff rankings. I mean and, and they should be the overall number one seed easily. But that will be interesting if LSU beats number four Georgia and they beat number ten. Because then you could have the potential of LSU-Oklahoma if they beat Baylor. LSU-Utah, LSU-Baylor. Or if Ohio State would lose, you could have LSU-Ohio State in Clemson and Georgia. Which LSU, Ohio State, if Ohio State would lose to Wisconsin, I just don't see it happening, but I didn't see them drilling Minnesota like they did. And one footnote on that Michigan debacle at the big house, you know, Jim Harbaugh's, I think he's what, third in coaching salary? He was paid to beat Ohio State and win the big, he shared the Big Ten East title. One time with Ohio State, 
but the University of Michigan has never been to their conference championship football game. Never. Never. I'm not I'm not the guy saying there, there's not better options. I mean, who who's the hot name? Yeah, P.J. Fleck might end up at Florida State. His buyout was up to $10 million in his new deal. Or he could stay at Minnesota where 10 and 2, 9 and 3, you're a god. Because that's still a Vikings town. But if you're Michigan, you know, Bob Stoops isn't, you know, out of retirement, the same names. Gosh, NFL, college football, every time. But all of a sudden, Gruden was never coming back to coaching, right? Look, look how that worked out with the Raiders. Did Graceffo's Jets just drill the Raiders? They did. Graceffo said that was my Super Bowl. That was my Super Bowl. Yeah, Harbaugh, who's the well, look at Florida State. They can't find Florida State can't find a coach. Florida State, Seminoles. Look, look at that tradition. Bobby Bowden. Look at the history. Can't find a coach. You're the University of Michigan. Harbaugh is a good coach, but is he developing the players? Because you, you know, end end of the day, it's how many of your guys are going off to the NFL. Are you, are you getting the first rounders? Are you getting first round QBs, first round offensive linemen, first round defensive linemen, edge rushers, corners? Uh, those are the positions where the big boy programs all sell that. And look at Ohio State. Oh my lord. The Bosa's alone. Now with Chase Young, you're an edge rusher. You're a defensive lineman. How do you say no to Ohio State right now? How how do you say no? That's what Michigan's up against. You know, I think Michigan's like Notre Dame, and Michigan waxed Notre Dame earlier this year. Lost to them last year at ND. I think they're both in that same situation where you're going to be 8-4, and 9-3, and 10-2. The occasional 11-1, and one, if the stars align, you could end up making it to the Final Four. But the problem is Michigan has to go through a division and a conference championship game. Notre Dame doesn't have to play Ohio State at the end of every year. Like, they'll insert Ohio State into home and home. They'll pull out Michigan. They'll insert Georgia. They're, you know, they usually Notre Dame gets about three games a year. And the rest are ensuring you're going to be no worse than eight and four, nine and three. And there's nothing wrong with that. But they don't have to play the conference championship game, which I think is wrong. If other teams have to play 13 games to get to the college football playoff, then Notre Dame should be required to play a 13-game schedule. And a quality opponent should be deemed to make up for not playing in a conference championship game. So I need your fourth-best team. If Ohio State, LSU, Clemson all win their conference championship games next weekend, and Utah would beat Oregon in the Pac-12 title game, and then you have Oklahoma-Baylor winner in the Big 12, who's that one-loss team that deserves that fourth spot now that Alabama was knocked out of the conversation losing at Auburn today? You can join me.
at 1-855-212-4CBS. That's 1-855-212-4227. At Saturday Huge on Twitter. Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. It's the Saturday Night Huge Show. Once again, here's Bill Huge Simonson. We are back live across North America each and every Saturday night. We're all about huge opinions, mine and yours. Graceffo and McKeon are back at CBS Sports Radio inside this segment. I think the college football playoff debate is down to three teams with Alabama losing at Auburn. One loss, Utah, if they would beat Oregon in the Pac-12 championship. And then the Baylor... Oklahoma Big 12 championship game, Oklahoma has a better shot of being that fourth team if Ohio State, LSU, and Clemson would win than Baylor would because they would own two wins over Baylor. So who's the – again, Georgia could beat LSU. It's in Atlanta. There's still a lot of great drama here in the final week before – we get to the college football playoff final four. So you tell me that Georgia's in, obviously, if they beat LSU in the SEC championship game. The Alabama wild card was out there. If they would have won at Auburn, they probably block Utah, Oklahoma, and Baylor. So if you're a, a Ute fan, a Baylor Bears fan, or a Sooner, Alabama losing at Auburn was big, was really big for you. So join in, 1-855-212-4CBS. That's 1-855-212-4227. Tweet me at Saturday Huge on Twitter, Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. We'll also get into our Huge Four in the NFL, Top Four Teams. And I may have to go with the Ravens over my beloved Patriots, the greatest dynasty that the sport has ever seen. Because it's easy with one and two to say New England, Baltimore, and then you probably bring in San Francisco and then New Orleans, I would think. That huge four isn't, there's not a lot of drama there. I will say the drama for me, and during the week I do an afternoon drive statewide show on 18 radio stations in Michigan. And between the future of Mark D'Antonio, who survived Maryland to become bowl eligible at 6-6, six and six, you don't know what's going to happen moving forward, and that will be on his own accord at Michigan State. You have Matt Patricia who has the blanket of excuses right now because Matt Stafford has the broken bones in his back. And that guy is so in over his head, man. You can just see these NFL assistants that they're in over their head. The minute, the game one, with what Sam Darnold and the Jets did to him, 9-7 and seven wasn't good enough for Martha Ford, the 94-year-old owner of the Lions, and they fired Jim Caldwell. I think back to back nine and seven seasons, six and ten, and now you're looking at Patricia. Oh, he played with a third string quarterback. No, I don't need the excuses. You look in over your head and you're three, eight, and one. And this talk that, well, you know, him and Quinn are, you know, the Patriot connection. No, I don't care about connections. 
Man, Patricia wasn't a good coordinator at the end of his run with the Patriots. Nick Foles. Matt Patricia made Nick Foles. How much did the Jags pay him? Like $80 million? Whatever it was. Matt Patricia should get a 15% finder's fee. You can see these coaches that college and pro that just, especially football, it's tougher to see in basketball. In football, you can see these guys are in over their head. It's like Gase with the Jets. I, I still think he would be a better coordinator, which he has that track record. And, you know, when he's standing on the sidelines and that eye starts wandering, I don't know. He, I'll tell you what, with those, with the set of eyes there, he can watch the offense and the defense at the same time. <laughs> but they're playing good football. They, they beat the Cowboys. They beat the Raiders. As McKeon was saying back in New York City, they'll probably lose to the Bengals this weekend. That's the Jets' way. It's kind of like being a Lions fan. And I'm not telling everybody about, well, everything I talk about in Michigan, but they are some national storylines. And then you get Jim Harbaugh giving up 62 last year and 56 this year at home in the game, the rival. The Buckeyes have scored 62 and 56. Now, you're not going to fire Harbaugh, but Don Brown, your defensive coordinator, you have to show him the door. You can't announce, oh, we're going to do some more schemes during the offseason. We're going to take spring ball and scheme, and then we're going to scheme in June, and we're going to go scheming in July as a team, and then we're coming back in August with new schemes. Yeah, Harbaugh has a big name, and I think he's getting paid, what, third in terms of salary. Michigan has a national brand, and 9-3 and is a good season, not great. And you were embarrassed at Wisconsin and embarrassed at home in two of your three losses. You did fight back against Penn State on the road. And Jim Harbaugh is a national lightning rod for positive and negative stories. And negative is just people piling on that, you know, they love to see him fail. He He's recruited nationally. Great talent. But then the visual... Why Why do the Ohio State athletes look quicker, faster, and stronger than the Michigan athletes at home? Why are Ryan Day and his assistants on both sides of the football maximizing their talent? That comes down to coaching. Bobby Carpenter, who's the former Ohio State linebacker, sent out a a great tweet after, or is right near the end of the Ohio State-Michigan game, and I think he's doing radio down in Columbus. I mean, Michigan gave up 577 yards to Ohio State at the Big House today at home. 56-62. and 62. And Bobby Carpenter said earlier on Saturday, Gus Johnson, who's calling the game on Fox, just said Harbaugh has yet to figure out the Rubik's Cube that is Ohio State. The difference, Ohio State recruits better, develops better, better in-game coaching, and still embraces the rivalry more. Until at least two of those change, it will stay the same in terms of Ohio State 
owning that rivalry, and they've won 15 out of the last 16. They recruit better, and I think the two most important things to me, I get embracing the rivalry and the hype, and I get recruiting, but I look at college football teams and the development of their players, and I think the two most important things that Bobby Carpenter, the former, I think he played for the Cowboys, NFL linebacker, radio talk show host in Columbus, two most important things he pointed out about the difference between Ohio State and Michigan, and maybe the difference between Ohio State and a lot of schools outside of Alabama, Georgia, Clemson, LSU, Oklahoma, develop better, better in-game coaching. My Lord, what's lost here in all these five stars and these recruits and the hype and the rah-rah and the jumbotron videos, your in-game coaching and adjusting to what the other teams are doing, to me... At every level of football, I don't care if I'm watching my son's seventh grade team and somebody throws something at you that you don't expect, or a high school game, or college, or the NFL, those are where coaches earn their money. Game planning, maximizing their talent, and in-game coaching. So well said, Bobby Carpenter. Oh, the Michigan fans are like, oh, so now you're quoting Ohio State people. You don't trust me. Doing a statewide show with the pre, during, and post-game fallout, it's crazy. But it tells you the intensity and interest that the Michigan fan nationally has in their program. And it's what's going on with Texas. They can have all the money in the world. They bring in the hot shot Herman and the separation. Now you you've watched with Baylor, you know, Baylor with facilities, they went out and spent the money in Waco. But that Oklahoma Texas separation is real. It is. You can talk about how close the Red River shootout is, and that's a great rivalry. I've been to those games, went to Oklahoma for Three semesters, unbelievable rivalry. And I lived in Austin, Texas, doing talk radio, so I've been on both sides of the Red River. And Texas has, you know, you talk about facilities, money. They can rival anybody in this country. But what happens when you get two or three or four years of Lincoln Riley putting quarterbacks in the NFL, receivers in the NFL, when, when you get them going to the college football playoff, you create this gap that widens like a crack in the floor. And it's what what's happened with Urban Meyer and Ohio State and Ryan Day and Justin Fields in their first year together in Columbus. And it's a, it's a gap that's just getting wider when it comes to Ohio State and Michigan. It's a gap that's getting wider when it comes to Oklahoma, Texas, and Herman's taking the heat and people don't like him and you know, come on, what are you doing? And it becomes pressure on that coach, that head coach, and his staff. And it's a pressure of, okay, we have these great facilities. We have the Longhorn Network. Only Notre Dame, Notre Dame's just TV games on NBC. They have the Longhorn Network. I still think Texas, Texas A&M, Made the right move. Texas should have done it. They should have jumped to the SEC. 
when they had a chance. So now you got Herman who comes in and you are you are fighting an uphill battle that I don't think you'll win. And then they'll go try and find another coach and there'll be a buyout and it's kind of like with Hardball in Michigan. Okay, they're at Ohio State next year. With Fields, with Day in Columbus, Michigan will have a new quarterback who will have almost zero game experience, whether it's Dylan McCaffrey, the son of former Broncos wide receiver Ed McCaffrey and the brother of Christian McCaffrey with the Panthers in the NFL. Could be the Milton kid out of Orlando. So they're not going to beat him next year. That will be six straight years. Harbaugh is making, what, $7 million plus, close to $8 million? So like I told the Michigan fans on Twitter and on Facebook, is 9-3 and three a solid season for you as a Michigan fan? Well, yeah, off of getting beat 56-27 at home by Ohio State, they go crazy on me. And I can take it. I don't care. It's sports opinions. You can say you're not going to follow me on Twitter. You're not going to listen to me anymore. Whatever. Take it out on me. The reality is, you as a fan, what do you want? I can look at 9-3 and three and say, good season, not great. It's not fireable in my mind. You know, unless it's written into a contract that says you must beat your rival, 9-3, and 10-2, and two, it, it wasn't good enough for John Cooper at Ohio State. And I think what you're getting here is embracing the rivalry, whether it's Texas-Oklahoma, whether it's any rivalry that's out there. Do both sides treat it the same way? Nine and three, ten-win seasons, they weren't good enough for John Cooper. But at Michigan, nine and ten-win seasons seem to be good enough for Jim Harbaugh. And that's the choice of the Michigan fan base, Michigan boosters, and the Michigan Athletic Department. You can drop your huge opinions. We'll get into an hour on the National Football League, one 855 cbs at Saturday Huge on Twitter and Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.